0: I wasn't really sure what to expect of Tezé. Oh, I'd heard of the large numbers of young people, the tented village, the endless queuing and the cold showers. What did surprise me, though, was the feeling of reconciliation, the sense of belonging, the knowledge that everyone was trying to live out this parable of communion.
1: First of all, a community of brothers, of men who want to live together, try to live the gospel together. I think that was Brother Rogers' intention when he started Teze in 1940 during the war. He had thought a lot about monastic life, studied the rules of several different communities, and and he thought there was a relevance of community life for today. He didn't know exactly how it would take shape, but he imagined a group of men. He thought maybe a small group, 12, 15 people. He didn't think there would be more. Uh, just that number of people from different countries different denominations that would try to live a kind of parable of community try to live reconciliation every day
2: In 1940,
3: when I was looking for a house to welcome refugees, those who were threatened with deportation and to start the future community, I could choose from three houses. This house had been abandoned many years ago. It wasn't expensive. The land and some of the surrounding buildings had already been sold. I learned that those who were selling were going through a very difficult time. They were living quite poorly in Lyon. I understood that they had a son who had my name, Roger, who left them one day with others and never came back. His parents were full of despair. They left and went to live in the south of France. When I learned that they were completely without means to subsist, I invited them back to live at Taizet. We thought, we will take care of them. When the former owner Comtesse de Brie saw us wearing white robes, she said, I have a letter, an old letter that I must find. She went and found a letter written in 1923 by a Benedictine nun from Dourne in the south of France. She didn't know her, but it was a tradition in her home to correspond with someone in a monastery. Her mother-in-law had done the same. On the 25th of January, 1923, this Benedictine nun wrote to her, I had a dream. I would like to tell you about it. I dreamt that in your house, which I have never seen, there was a community of men wearing white robes, and I saw the prior as he was coming out of the church. He was thin. She described him. And she wrote... He looked like your Roger, uh, the son that had disappeared. I thought, uh, it's a nice dream. And then one day I was travelling through that part of southern France, and I went to that monastery. The sister in charge, the abbess, said to me, the sister who wrote that letter has just died. I saw the letter which she wrote. I had it sent to her in advance. I hope you have taken it seriously. She said, for us, it's an important dream. She had the dream and wrote the letter 17 years before you were ever at Taizé. And I thought, I'm willing to think it's an important dream.
4: Almost every boat, every bus, we missed the link from um, Calais. Through to that uh, that Paris de Lyon station, right? Oh, you I uh, we missed that link, and it was like a domino effect. We missed the first train, and every other. We had
1: to book and reserve every other train after. You know. Where, where did you start? Of course, what was we unexpected was the coming of young people. They started coming at the end of the 50s. It's interesting. Brother Roger's first reaction was to say no. Thézé is not a place where people should come and visit. And It's a community of people who have life commitments, who want to build together, create together for a whole lifetime. He never imagined that young people would come and stay uh, and, and grow in numbers like they have been doing for the last 30 years. His first reaction was to say, no, let's build a house for guests four kilometers away. And this was done in the ne- neighboring village in Cormatin, And... For two years, people had to come and go from that village, travel four kilometers each day to, tra- to participate in the prayer. It was very impractical. And they had prayed in the little church in those days, the little Romanesque chapel in the village, and that became too small. And so a decision had to be made, how to welcome them at Teze. And a larger church was built in '62, And the community finally discerned a-, a call to welcome people here.
5: We were at the uh, European meetings i was at the one in poland um christmas 12 months And I, that was uh i presume it's going to be very i mean i just arrived today but i presume it's going to be very different than this because we were staying in people's houses and stuff and it was winter <laughs> and there was ice on the ground and stuff but it wasn't like this baking hot
4: god will you turn out the sun it's too hot but, a, but there is a good atmosphere. I mean I I think the atmosphere is very, very similar. And there's a lot know, of
5: Polish people coming.
4: And often often lot of uh, three thousand or yes, something yes, of the 3, six thousand are Polish or two thousand. Yeah, which is great. So uh, there's a great there's a sense like of a good sort of familiarity, like a lot of people mixing and sort of singing the like good cars, going a lot yeah. of intimacy, lotta chat and discussion. Yeah. I think that's a, the spirit of the place is that I think that sort of closeness and that uh, right. friendships that you develop you know I think that's uh, very much a party experience people come searching people don't know sometimes what we're all searching for but uh, you know I think a lot of us find God not, not only a, 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 in different moments and meeting people and meeting groups meeting crowds uh, just as much as it's found in the still moments the quieter moments when you're when there's there's prayer when there's exposition when there's Eucharist uh, you know there, there seems to be a whole sort of varied experience of, of people searching for truth or love or Meaning or depth or whatever as we all search for, you know. But I think compare Medjugorje to Teze and here, I would say it's very, very similar. You know, there's a there's there's a there's, a, there's, a, there's an atmosphere, there's a zeal, there's a, a you know, and there's an openness, and there's a warmth. You know, I mean, it couldn't be a sort of collection of you know, um, people foolishly, uh, mistakenly search and coming together there's, there's a great depth and there's a great there's a great genuineness if you're down talking to people there's a great, people are prepared to share important things about who they are problems, issues, brokenness a lot of
6: stuff in their lives One of the things that, that sort of prompted me to spend more time here this summer was uh, for the last four, four or five years I felt quite strongly a vocation to be a brother here uh, to live my life as what, what the brothers call a parable of reconciliation. Um, and I haven't really been too in touch with what that's meant. I mean, I've, I've looked at it sort of from a, away from Teze and I've known what that's meant. Um, but to actually spend a longer time here to see what living here really means. Uh, and th- this summer is, is the first time I've spent a seriously long time. Um, it's now my seventh week or sixth week. Um, and it's strange because I think most most people's Teze experience is just for a week or two or maybe three, and they can be on on you know a high of faith. They can you know have have good prayer for for that many weeks, um, because Teze is very powerful for that. But for here for a longer time, you can't. Uh, you go through your ups and downs of faith, um, and you go through them at Teze which was very strange for me. And all this sort of yeah, day to day living the reality of of, of, uh, of possibly doing this for the rest of my life made me really think again about my vocation or, 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 or search again and from that uh, a few weeks ago I've started to feel a bit more that it's not necessarily the brothers at Teze having said that I don't know where my vocation leads me. Um, I'm still open to the possibility of of here because all those reasons are very much sort of reasons to do with me. Um, And I do know that it has to be a reconciliation for my life.
4: I don't think there
3: is a message of Taizé. What's essential for us is to live day after day with men, my brothers, who have taken lifelong commitments in the community to live out the reality of reconciliation. And because we are not alone, many young people are with us for the prayer. The important thing for us is to try to understand what these young people are searching for, to listen to them, perhaps to ask them one or two questions in order to help them continue their searching after they have left. But the most important thing is to prepare the ways of Christ Jesus, to prepare them for others, not in order to make them join our community, not at all, but in order to help them find ways of listening to others themselves, to understand, to never make others captives of themselves but to make them free. Uh, to say yes or no to the calls of God, of the gospel, of Christ.
6: Uh, you must count the cheese for when the cheese runs out, yeah? And for who does not take the cheese. You must count every number for those who don't take the cheese. And afterwards, I will ask you how many people have not taken cheese, yeah? It's, it's only normally 15, because that way we know how many people are at Teze. Because if we don't know, we get it all wrong, yeah?
1: Of course, to welcome so many people every week is an enormous amount of work, and we could never accomplish it alone. Uh, but in the mid-60s, a community of women came and they said we see that you'll never manage alone and, and we'll come to help you when you have lots of people and, and so they originally were to come for three weeks and they've stayed they, they've been here for 25 years and they have received many vocations and they help coordinate the work of, of welcome with us and uh, we're also helped by a group of volunteers young people who are here for a year or so from all over the world people who give a year of their life they, they want to spend searching for Christ for their how to, how to follow Christ uh, today, how to live the gospel today? That's the question that most of them have, and they want to live in a place of prayer and reflection, and at the same time have responsibility. and And they are the ones who you'll find at the welcome on Sunday afternoon, and in the kitchens, and and putting up the tents, and cleaning up, and and coordinating all of that work. But really, all those who come participate in the work in some way or another, giving out the meals, or working in the kitchens, or cleaning up.
6: Um, we help with the running of the community. Um, some of us stay for most of us stay for six weeks, some of us stay longer it 's a good way to um, get a sort of behind the scenes look at the way the community's run because it 's a mammoth task of organization. I mean the kitchens you know you 've got feeding six thousand people i don't think it's it just, it just doesn 't seem possible and yet you know we manage well there 's five of us in here at the moment cooking for six thousand. It's hard work, but it's worth it.
0: The routine at Teze can conjure up many images in the mind. One of the first things I noticed on my arrival there were the huge queues at meal times. I immediately thought of famine-stricken Ethiopians standing in line, sometimes for days on end, in the hope of getting some food to eat. Although the food was similar, the difference was I saw no skeletons, no starvation. And we queue three times a day.
5: Thank you. Thank you. A big feature of Taisei, of course, here is the the simplicity of the lifestyle, the simplicity of the food, uh, the sharing out of the one basket of bread, literally of bread. Um, that's you know, organisation around service, pe- group of people taken on to to serve the, the others by, and everybody cooperating and all that kind of thing. So, I, I mean, I, I'd never had the idea that it was something like a concentration camp. It's more in that more positive stuff of, um, of people uh, queuing up um, to, to kind of share from a common bread, that kind of thing. And a very simple food as well that just that sustains us well enough for what we're doing. Um, it's very different from a supermarket queue. You know, it's very different from the queue the car, queues cars for a petrol station. It's a different sort of queuing. You know, or queuing for social welfare, it's a very different sort of queue than that. Um, It's much more joyful kind of queuing than the, than, than the other sort,
0: which I suppose we're more used to. Joy is present in all aspects of Teze life, especially at night when young pilgrims come together around the campfires and experience a variety of cultures.
2: Um, it's it's a great atmosphere here in the, um, in the evenings. People join up, up in groups, it's, um, singing and dancing. Like you'd have the Spaniards sing, playing Spanish music and dancing flamenco. And then, of course, the Irish playing their the great old Irish songs. Our problem is
5: we, we need a guitar. I mean,
2: there's no problem
5: us going down there just sitting around looking at each other. We need, If you're going to have an Irish evening, you need to have a guitar. You need to have music and cracking, ceilies and all that kind of thing. And we can't be going diddly-eyed low. Can you go diddly eyed low. <laughs> go diddly idle <low. laughs>
4: You
5: need alcohol, do so you You need alcohol. You have to queue for an hour to get alcohol. But queues are good. <laughs> Here's Eilish.
7: Eilish, have you got a guitar anywhere? Um, I'm in the discussion group. It's very interesting. There's um, two Czechoslovakians, and they're both handicapped. Um, they've been telling us a lot about what it was like to be handicapped in a communist country. And there's um, a Danish fellow and there's three Swedish girls, and who else? There's some people from Belgium, so it's been very interesting hearing all the different views. Um, and they give us some guideline questions and an introductory talk that we have in the morning, but we don't necessarily have to stick to them. They're just for opening up, you know. So we've been hearing a lot about what life is like in the different countries.
2: Life in South Africa you know, is much more difficult for the young Africans, So, um, about Tese, it's really something new and something different to me, you know. It's like, Tese is like a, a world on its own. When I came here, I didn't expect what I have found here, you know, especially the mentality of the young people. They are much more open, you know, to Africans and they are free, you know, and they have a desire to reach out to know more. Comparing them to young people of South Africa, the, w- the white young people, is very really different because for them sometimes it's difficult to mix with them huh? we have formed um, y- uh, youth groups in churches and we have tried to, to create you know, a friendly relationship between the, the Soviet young people in, the, in, in Johannesburg by twinning ourselves with their youth groups but it's difficult I think for them to really accept us in a more brotherly way it's coming but it's, it takes time you know, to be holy, the word "holy." Uh, when when I first hear this word, sometimes it's it's as if it is something very extraordinary or something very special. You know? Yes, it's special, but it does not have to be something very big to be holy. You know? It is holy because of the openness of the people and the willingness of the people to share and to be with one another. You know? And for, especially the common prayer, you know, praying together is something very, is something very unique because it shows um, brotherly love and and a Christian unity.
0: The common prayer is the very essence of Tezé. Three times a day, the bells call pilgrims to pray. But it's not a conventional service. To begin with, there are no seats. If the church is too small to hold everyone, it is simply extended by large tents. Nobody is turned away. There are no collection plates, No formality, hence no pressure to take part in the proceedings. And yet, thousands of people congregate in this makeshift place of worship to pray with the brothers.
8: the most different thing about being at Teze is the stillness and the community and, and the sense of calm that you get in, in the prayer meetings. Um, there's, there's an informality and there's a relaxedness about the fact that you can stand up or sit down or lie on the floor or prostrate yourself or whatever and yet because there's a ritual and because there's a rhythm to uh, the chanting and to the praying... Um, It it promotes the sense of of stillness, the sense of of richness and contemplation. And I I do think that the informality extends to things like the the, the structure of the building, because it's part church but also part tent, and and the fact that it's got that kind of flexibility and informality, it's almost like camping out. Um, And as I was saying, it's like the... I've I've been to Christian festivals before where you have prayer meetings in tents, and you've got that same kind of... um, relaxedness, that there's none of this you've got to sit in rows, you've got to conform, you've got to do precisely what someone says at a certain time and, and that I think is, is, is part of for me, what allows me to, to relax, to be still and to listen because so much of the time if you're in church services it's very tempting not to listen it's very tempting just to um, go through the routines because that's what happens and, and not actually take any notice of the things that are happening and, and the, the way that the prayer the way the worship works here is allowing you to to soak up things rather than simply have them wash off you
1: everything stops here three times a day for the prayer that's the i think that's when you realize what this is all about if you just walk through you'll see just normal young people and 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 nothing special about them but if you go into the church you will see ah, yes they've come here for a reason uh, that that sometimes goes beyond, I think, what they themselves are able to express. Some go into the church and they're surprised. They discover something they were waiting for without even knowing it before.
6: You feel so special because it's you with God and that's all that matters. That The, the people around you do matter and they matter more in there, I think, than out here because you're all praying together as a community, whereas when you're out here you feel rather lost in a way when you first come here you do feel lost amongst five and a half thousand other people but in there we're all doing one thing and that is worshipping and loving God and that's all that matters to us and that's and the most beautiful thing about it is it's all done in prayer and it's it's so angelic it's absolutely lovely
0: Living conditions at Tezé are very simple. People share barracks and tents. If you're lucky, you have a mattress. And if you're not, well, there's only one way of appreciating the ground you walk on, by lying on it. As a media person, I was given a special treatment and was allocated a room in Alabio, a house run by nuns who live according to the order of St Ignatius of Loyola. They've been in Tezé since 1966, looking after the sick and helping the brothers welcome people to the community. My room was very basic, a single bed with a desk lamp and a table. Compared to the rest of the camp, this was luxury. One of, one of the, the girls in the group is, is sick. We
5: found out last night from her sister that um, she's running a, a fever temperature. and She's in here in the El Abío, which is the infirmary, uh, where the sisters look after those who are sick and, and disabled. Um so I, I dropped by to see how she was doing this morning and, and she has um, tonsillitis. So she had to go to the doctor to get um, the uh, the antibiotics, which they don't have here. So i just getting the address of um, where we send off for the insurance for the 200 francs for the doctor's bill. 200 francs. What's that? 20, 20 pounds? Oh my God, 20 pounds. Japers. Well, that probably includes the chemist fee as well. But however, she's fine. I saw her heading out the door. She can walk anyway. (laughs) She'll be fine. Um, But it's a nice place here. I almost get sick myself. It's actually, it's lovely. (laughs) Everything clean and hot water and lovely uh, cooking going on down there. So, anyway, back to the tents. (laughs) Thanks very much. See ya. Bye. We're just leaving the al abio now. We're coming out onto a public road which runs between two local villages, one of which is Taser. I Can't remember the name of the other one. And on my right, there's there's a a camp of tents which um, is on the side of the hill. I can I can look right across at the the valley, the wheat fields and cornfields and forests. Lovely scene over to the west, you now to my right there. And uh, the trains run along at the far side of the valley. You can see them every so often, booting along very, very fast. As we come down then, on the left, there's in where the bunks are for uh, the lucky ones who are lucky enough to get bunks. The barracks, that's where I'm staying. Uh-huh. Uh, and also we pass the exposition shop where you can buy um, all sorts of different souvenirs. And here's a man who I think has been doing some shopping. Hello. Hello? I've been buying something in
4: the shop. Just a few postcards. postcards. It's
5: a good life for postcards, isn't it? That's
4: never too late. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last day we'll do
9: It's in will be home before we'll then. will be home before then.
5: Some place. Have you been in there? The no, no. Yeah, some place. That's where they look after all the disabled folks. And, uh, there are a lot of them around
4: here, aren't there? Yeah, there are, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, you, you mean, you start to complain around here the first couple of days. We were complaining a lot about the heat and yeah. about the food. And right. You look around you then, you see. So many disabled people are struggling along on crutches and in wheelchairs, and it's a lonely life around here. I mean, we find it hard, but God, they must find it so much harder. Mm-hmm. We don't have many problems, do we? Yeah.
1: Just irritations, really, I suppose. People sleep in dormitories. We've wanted to build very little, not to become a. We, not to become a big organization, we've built some dormitories and put up lots of tents, and I think we'll keep it that way. We're, we've we've rented also a few places for adults in some local re- local villages, but uh, we don't want to build. And just just the just what is needed to welcome people. And I think the simplicity is part of Taisei also. It's uh, it's part of the it's part of what makes it possible to be together in such a joyful way. You're, you can be yourself simply, and in the discussion groups also. When people, after the Bible introductions, when people break up into small groups to share, uh, it's not a discussion on ideas. It's not a debate. It's it's just sharing something about your own life, what you have understood, uh, what you are searching for.
10: Okay. Well, so far, what have Sorry we seen? Um, we've seen that there are similarities and differences between the two yeah. texts in Isaiah. Um, the first one saying that he is of royal descent that he will be a king mm-hmm. it was very forceful language and here you have now in, in chapter 42 I spend a lot of
11: time doing the bible group servant. what we call the bible group it's, and this is a very important months, yeah. part of the life here uh, because when all of these people come from very different backgrounds different churches and so on we want both to start with the thing that all Christians have in common which is this God's word the bible and also start with the roots of our faith because uh... Many of them don't have a lot of formation, and so the important thing is to go back to what are the roots? What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to be a believer in God? And it's this book, the Bible, which everyone knows, uh, which is found in every hotel room, and yet people don't perhaps really know what's in it. So we try to bring it a little bit to life here uh, in a very simple way, each day to give an introduction of about an hour talking about different aspects of Scripture. This year we t- I talk about the Holy Spirit, the angle of the Holy Spirit, and, and give them some Bible text to read themselves and some questions to try both to help them to understand the texts, but also to apply it to their own life, not just to, to do a reading uh, Uh, as a historical document but to say how does this message, how does this message of God's love for us, of God's presence to us, how does this affect me in my situation today in my life?
10: I find it different, Okay, I study the Bible during the year in the course that I'm doing, but it's a more intellectual sort of study. Here you get a piece of text, you're told what sort of context it's in and you're asked to discuss it in a group with other people and you get a variety of different opinions. You can agree on some points, but you may disagree on others. But it I always find it interesting and enlightening to listen to what other people have to say about it. Because I am bringing um, my point of view, my experience, my life up to now to the Bible, but other people are bringing different experiences and different points of view to the Bible. And you can always get enrichment from other people's point of view because they have, everyone has something different to say. That's why I would find the, the week of Bible study so enriching. Even though I am doing it during the year, that's a different sort of study. That's something that's just knowing what's in the Bible and what it's about and how it works. It's a more intellectual thing. But this would be more enriching personally.
7: Well, I don't read the Bible at home very much. And for that reason, I choose Bible Introduction and TSA because it helps me a lot to learn more about the Bible, about the text, about the life of Jesus Christ. It helps me also at my work. I'm an educator. I work with speech-defected boys from 14 till 18 years old. And it's not easy, so I, when I read Bible text, when I pray and when I enjoy the silence, it helps me to put courage on it, to go on with my work because the last few months there were very lot of difficulties in my group.
1: I think the theme of the meetings here has always revolved around those two realities, uh, an inner life and human solidarity. At the same time, we've never wanted to create a movement that would have the name of Tese. Uh, we always felt that young people were called to welcome them for a week, and then send them back, send them back to their neighborhoods, to their local churches, that they be able to find ways to continue there. We tell them that. Don't don't form a Taizé group, that's not the important thing, but try to find out ways of continuing a, an inner life and ways of solidarity where you live.
3: Listening to young people every day, I often say to myself, it is most important for young people who come here to know that it's up to them to discover what they must discover. We can do very little. We always want to be profoundly honest with every young person who passes through and never force something on a young person's conscience or sensitivity. On the contrary, to give each one that certainty that it will never be used here. That Tizé is a place where you come to for a week, from Sunday to Sunday, and after that, it's up to them to continue.
0: Taise affects people in many different ways. Evidence of this is in every parting glance. The common prayer, the time for reflection and the sense of belonging is what touched me.
9: I write you a letter.
6: (laughs) Yes, and send photographs. Yes, yes. Now now we're gone silent.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Stefan is waiting on Agnes. She Uh, has not turned up to say goodbye.
7: (laughs) It's not sad at all, because
9: we shared so
7: much, isn't it?
9: Did you come together? Yes.
1: Uh,
10: (laughs) With a group of 28 persons.
9: 28. Yes, a big group. Good. I
5: Thank hope we meet again sometime, somewhere. Oh, He's we got, we Okay, be good. Enjoy. the
9: okay. Have, Have
6: you enjoyed your week? Oh, it was beautiful, lovely. Thank you. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. We are, We work out in Africa, so we might be able to take some of this back. Yeah.
8: Yeah. It has been. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've met a lot of people from all around the world. And to share with them and to be with them and to hear about their lives and the changes that are going on, particularly for the Eastern Europeans, has been really fascinating for us, I think. And um, just to... All the different perspectives on, on Christianity and on God, um, to spend time in the community here with the brothers... Just living simply and um, sharing with everybody has been, yeah, it's been fantastic. It's been a lot of fun and I'm really sorry to be going. (laughs)